Welcome to Behind the Music, brought to you by the Wichita Falls Symphony Orchestra. Join us as we go behind the scenes with our talented musicians and guests to speak candidly about their musical journey and reveal interesting snippets about upcoming concerts. And now, here's your host, the Wichita Falls Symphony Orchestra music director and conductor, Fuad Fakuri. Welcome to this episode of Behind the Music. I'm your host, Fuad Fakuri. We are here today to talk to our guest artist about our upcoming concert on February 24th at Memorial Auditorium. Internationally recognized concert pianist Anna Genyushenia is lauded for her powerhouse sound, forceful musical personality, and sheer virtuosity. In 2022, she was named the silver medalist of the Van Cliburn International Competition. We are so excited to have her join us on the podcast today. Welcome, Anna. Thank you, Fahad. It's great to be here. Thank you for inviting me to this show. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're really looking forward to uh, having you with us. So we, as we begin, if you could just please tell us, our, tell our listeners a little bit about your biographical background, how you got involved in music, and when did you know that you wanted to pursue a career as a concert pianist? Well, it is really a funny question because um, actually that was my uh, decision that I decided to start my uh, career as uh, as a musician because uh, my mother and I, I was I was actually born into a family of non musicians. So uh, I was fascinated starting from the early childhood by you know making some fun uh, some sounds some notes, and I was I was really interested in how to use the instrument and how to make a sound out of there. We had a, um, um, an upright piano installed in our apartment that had been renting. And uh, I was really excited to, um, you know, to play sometimes or to improvise, let's say. So that's that's how we started. So I started playing piano at the age of uh, five. And then I think uh, my main idea uh, came up to my mind that I I really would like to uh, continue my uh, education as a professional pianist. It was uh, around 14 years old, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. You know, it's so interesting that you said about improvising. So I come from a musical family and, Mm -hmm. you know, they, you know, because it's a musical family, I was forced to take piano lessons, but I was much more interested. And when I was young in improvising than in actually practicing, Mm -hmm. And my mom, who was not a musician, would never know the difference, but I would always get in trouble with my father because he would know. So he'd say, <laughs> you know, you're not practicing. But that was that was growing up, that's what happened. So in what was it like to go through the process of the Van Cliburn International Competition? And what did it feel like to win the silver medal? And since then, how has your life changed uh, past the competition? Well, of course, it was um, a big achievement and a big challenge for nearly every one of us who was involved in this project. Uh, Not to say that uh, each contestant had to prepare uh, more than six hours of contrasting repertoire, um, and including three contrasting concerti for the final phase of the competition. Of course, it was a big challenge. But as for me, it was also uh, (laughs) a really, really hard and difficult time uh, because back to that day, I was seven months pregnant and uh, my second uh, (laughs) kid was uh, also taking part in the competition. 
competition. And during uh, this event, we had a funny joke uh, between um, uh, contestants and organizing committee that uh, that competition was uh, also uh, quite unique because not only 30 competitors were invited to take part in this competition, but 30 and a half. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so of course, uh, of course, uh, so far it has been my um, you know major achievement that I've uh, ever ever made in my life. And since then, my life, my musical life, um, has uh, dramatically changed. Uh, I'm now uh, you know engaged uh, in different productions. I'm invited to take part in different festivals, and I'm so so happy to spread the word around and my. Uh, love and passion towards music that I'm playing. That's great. I had no clue that you were pregnant. I mean, I've seen I've seen some videos of the competition, and I've seen you know YouTube small snippets. Um, I, I that would be incredible to just be under that amount of stress in terms of a competition at that high level with while being pregnant, seven months pregnant. That's that's admirable. Yeah. Um, now, for you. the performance with WFSO, you will be playing Rachmaninoff's third piano concerto, which mm -hmm. is, I mean, obviously, it's one of the biggest, most uh, complex piano concertos in the repertoire. I mean, it's, it really is a significant work. Um, what Can you tell our audience, our listeners, what is unique about that concerto and how you approach it in general? Uh, so, first of all, uh, of course, I've, I've been as... as probably many pianists have been dreaming to play this piece since uh, early age. Uh, but, you know, uh, it happens to be that that was actually my last concerto, the freshest concerto in my repertoire list uh, that I'm currently having. Uh, and I've learned it in a relatively short period of time. It has taken me uh, almost a month uh, to learn and to memorize it like from scratch um, and of course it's it's not a big achievement I cannot say so but uh, of course it was really really difficult uh, task for me to um, you know to to make something really meaningful uh, throughout this music and of course as you're already uh, said it's one of the biggest and monumental works ever written for piano and orchestra and uh, to my taste I cannot say that uh, um, orchestra uh, does not really play a significant role and uh, does not really contribute uh, to um, to the um, performance of course we all are on the same plate and we all are active members and participants of the show so um, orchestra is a really meaningful leader of this concerto. Um, uh, back to the time that I, I started uh, preparing this music, uh, of course, I was thinking about uh, re relations between this particular concerto and uh, another solo piano work uh, written uh, by Sergei Rachmaninov. Um, I'm talking about um, uh, Sonata in D minor, number one, Opus 28. Uh, he wrote it uh, Literally a few months before he started writing, uh, he started working on this um, concerto. So these uh, works both have some kind of relations. Uh, they are, all are written in D minor key, and uh, it is, uh, I think, the most passionate uh, writing and expressive. Uh, 
uh, work ever written by Rachmaninoff. I admire this music and I admire him as a composer and a soloist. He was like a brilliant um, pianist himself. And I wish I could make at least 1% of, of what he uh, achieved <laughs> uh, with this music on stage. <laughs> Well, I think one thing he never achieved, he was never pregnant as he was performing. So I think, you know, Fair seven enough. months. So I think that, yeah. Uh, but you know what? You mentioned something that's really important. I think uh, what I love about the concerto is the fact that really it, I mean, he gets to the point where he integrates the orchestra and the piano in such a way that is really mature. And you can tell that in the third concerto that, you know, it's almost, I mean, as I view it, it's almost a symphonic work that really just features the piano in yeah. such a monumental way. Uh, it's it's a terrific, terrific piece of music. So as we conclude this conversation, is there anything or any any tidbit or any ideas that you can leave our listeners with uh, in terms of the performance? What should they I- expect to experience as they come and attend your performance and listen to this great piece of music? Well, I think when it comes to uh, live performance, uh, the most important thing is that... Uh, to uh, attend the concert with an open heart because we are uh, we musicians are here for you and we are doing our best to uh, share our emotions and uh, passion and all um, all feelings that um, um, is kind of embroidered uh, with with music and we are doing our best uh, to satisfy uh, and to you know to uh, put ourselves and to push ourselves up to the limits. Um, and I think that the main thing for us is just to be as sincere, as honest as possible with our the honest uh, uh, with our audience, and it will definitely pay off. So this is something something yeah. I'm really looking forward to. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. Really, listen, I I, uh, <clears throat> I feel the same way. This is why we we do what we do when we perform live concerts for for our audiences. I mean, we're just, we're trying to put something out there that is meaningful to us and to convey it through this great music that we perform to to our audiences. Um, Anna, thank you very, very much for for your time today. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure speaking. Thank you so, so much. And I'm really, really, really looking forward to our performance and uh, to to bring this uh, fantastic music on stage. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Join us on February 24th for a spectacular concert that will feature Anna Genyushenyu uh, performing Rachmaninoff's third piano concerto, as well as Price's colonial dance and a live artist who will be painting to the music of Schumann's Symphony No. 4. Tickets are available now by visiting our website and by calling the WFSO office. Also, make sure you are subscribed to the podcast so you can get new episodes as soon as they are released. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Behind the Music, hosted by Fouad Fakuri of the Wichita Falls Symphony Orchestra. To check out more information about upcoming concerts and to purchase concert tickets, visit our website at www.wfso.org. That's wfso.org. If you've enjoyed the show, please rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening, and on behalf of all the Symphony Orchestra, I'm Tim Williamson wishing you all the best, and we look forward to seeing you next time.